What's going on, guys? Welcome to Barking for Balance, the podcast where we talk about dogs. But guess what? We do talk about anything and everything. We talk about stories that are entertaining, stories that are inspirational, you know, stories that are educational. Obviously, we tell stories about dogs in general, educational about dogs, educational about life, whatever. We talk about whatever it is that we want to talk about on Barking for Balance. I am Pat the Pac-Man from Pac-Man to the Rescue, Canine Solutions and Coaching. And uh, this podcast is uh, this podcast episode, actually, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about something that I really don't find uh, in a lot of places. I really don't find that there's a lot of education with it. And that is regarding um, dog allergies kind of thing. But also, um, like with socks, for example, you know, he has ear infections, and I had to uh, basically rehabilitate his ability to take the medicine in his ears to now where he's perfect. So I feel like there's not a lot of, uh, of, of education when it comes to like allergies, uh, when it comes to um, even human allergies, to, to, you know, to, to be honest with you. So I figure we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, we're going to talk about a, a few things. I'm not exactly sure which direction I'm going to head it on this episode, but I'm sure it's going to be fun. And guess what? Paramos en Prisciliano. We speak Sicilian and that's how it works. So, uh, you know, at Pac-Man to the Rescue, what we do is we uh, we teach about dog psychology. We don't train people. We train dogs and we teach about dog psychology, dog communication. If you guys want to learn more about what we do at Pac-Man to the Rescue, write it in those comments and let me know. But um, I was actually uh, just getting this podcast started and I'm pretty, uh, pretty impressed because this is one of the rare occasions. In fact, I think it's the second time only since we'd be doing these podcasts that I got through the intro without screwing it up, not even once. And uh, I'm pretty impressed with myself. So, so yay me, Forza, Forza, Forza. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Hey, victory, small victories. We got to celebrate them. But yeah, it's first time getting through the, the introduction without messing it up. And uh, I don't know why I mess up the introductions all the time. It's, I don't know. I just, the intros, no matter, even if it's the instructional videos or whatnot, I have no idea, but it takes me forever just to get through with speaking of which, uh, speaking of instructional videos, we have some awesome, uh, instructional videos coming out on uh, YouTube. So, uh, if you do watch these podcasts on the YouTube flat platform, uh, make sure that you hit that subscribe button. So you not only get notified of uh, when the podcast comes out, which is every Thursday, but also uh, you'll be notified of when our instructional videos come out. So you'll be uh, entertained by those as well, believe me, and you'll be educated at the same time. So it's a double whammy. You know, the purpose of why I wanted to run this, uh, you know, this YouTube channel, you know, based on um, the podcast and the instructional videos. And by the way, you could also listen to the podcast if you prefer that on all the podcasts, uh, all the podcasting platforms, you know, links are um, down below. So we, uh, you know, the reason why I wanted to start this, this, this platform was really to, to be a support system for, for people, not just for dog knowledge purposes, but also from a motivational support, from an inspirational support, from a spiritual support, um, from any kind of support that is necessary to um, keep a human, you know, uh, confident and happy and, uh, and successful. And therefore we make dogs happy, fulfilled and well-behaved. And, you know, we're, we're, we're in business. Everything is great. And then we could go eat because listen, I'm Sicilian. I'm Italian. We talk about food all the time. In fact, I'm hungry. I'm always hungry though. I mean, I, I you know, I'm surprised I'm not like 800 pounds, but, uh, that's, you know, that's my, my girl pepper. She's, uh, um, female dog, by the way. Uh, she's, uh, she just want to clarify that, but, uh, she's a food whore too. So she takes after her daddy. Uh, Pepper's a big piggy socks is socks is not any better. He's a, he's, he loves food too. So the three of us were, we're once upon soon and now we're always eating. So it's all good. But, um, 
Yeah. So, you know, I wanted to uh, talk about the, the, but you know, before we get to that, actually, you know, I wanted to get into a little bit of uh, speaking of inspirational situations, my God, speaking of, you know, and it's God, it's always God, you know, every, um, for those guys that don't know about me, I kind of, um, I kind of rely on God. I talk about God all the time. You know, God is at the center. I, I live by got to have got, you know, I've got to have faith and patience is my, my go-to and I do have faith and patience. And if you guys want to learn more about faith and patience, please let me know. But, um, you know, I go through a ritual, uh, pre-podcast and pre-instructional videos every single time, especially the podcast. I, I do it more for the podcast, to be honest, than the, uh, the instructional videos. And the ritual is very, very simple. What I do is, um, I take a shower. I don't know why I'm sharing this, but Hey, it's about marking for balance. We talk about everything. So, um, I do, I do it honestly, because it just puts me in the right frame of mind. You know, when I first started doing these podcasts, it was tough. I really was uncomfortable. I felt awkward. I feel stupid. You know, uh, I knew why I wanted to do it. I know which direction I knew which direction I wanted to take it, but it was just so uncomfortable, so awkward, so weird. And you know, I, I was struggling with it at first. In fact, if you go back and you look at the first couple, I'm sure you'll say, me, yeah, but uh, I think I've gotten pretty good as we, uh, as we truck along with these things. So, um, so yeah, my ritual is meant to kind of like get me in the right frame of mind to relax my mind and my body and to, you know, start, you know, kicking me off without, uh, without feeling too self-conscious about it. And basically what I do is this, um, I take a shower. That's the first thing I do. And then afterwards I, um, I sit in a massage chair for about 15 to 20 minutes, get a full body massage. And then, um, I sit here at my desk in front of, you know, the computer, the computer's off at that point, And, um, I meditate and I meditate two ways. Um, and the reason why I wanted to pray, well, let me get, I'm gonna get to that in a second, but I meditate for two, two reasons. Then I say a prayer to God. Um, and before any of that happens, I actually take a, a five hour energy uh, shot. This is uh, this is my go, go to uh, pre podcast um, elixir, we'll call it. Now, just so you understand, I have no affiliation with this company whatsoever. I just really like that. Um, I do take other uh, energy drinks, depending on what I'm trying to, to do. And just to get me like a little bit of a boost, this is really the go-to when it comes to the podcast, but I do have other energy drinks that I take. Uh, but this is the, really the, the, the one that I use the most when it comes to the, the podcast itself. Um, so yeah, I pop that up and then I'm, you know, I'm ready to rock and roll. And so, yeah, so that's the routine. And basically um, what, what ends up happening is that I was reason why I wanted to bring up the, 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 the meditation thing is because my buddy Jordan over here, who the last podcast, I actually uh, gave him a shout out because he gave us some topics on to talk about. And I guess he's doing the same thing now. He just, you know, gave me some topics. And the reason why it popped in my mind was because during my meditation phase, before I came on uh, onto the microphone to start doing the podcast, I, it, I got inspired through the meditational process. And, um, you know, again, Jordan and I were talking about meditation. He was telling me how, you know, he doesn't believe in meditation. He believes it's a crock. So um, I want to talk a little bit about that really quick. Let me just touch, touch, up, touch up on meditation and basically the, the, the methods that I use to meditate. And meditate, meditating um, has been extremely beneficial for me, not just to keep my mind relaxed and calm, but to keep my body relaxed, but mostly it's to shut my brain down. And when it comes to like working with dogs or being with dogs, that is a line that I say to my clients all the time. You got to shut your brain off. You got to shut your brain down because, you know, we overthink, we think just thinking in general, 
we over when we when we think too much and we overanalyze, we overthink or whatever. Are, you know, we're not calm and relaxed anymore. And if you guys have been paying attention, which I'm sure you have, attenzione, attenzione. Um, one the most important ingredient is calmness, you know, calm mind, relaxed body. So, you're not calm and relaxed. If the brain is constantly going, you're not calm and relaxed. So, your dog is not going to respond to you the way that you want it to respond to you. So, you know, when I tell people you guys shut your brain down, it's because they're thinking too much about what they need to do, what they should do, what they did, or whatever the hell they're thinking. Whatever they're thinking about, it doesn't matter. It's the fact that they're thinking that creates tension. You know, it creates it, it, it basically the enemy of calmness and relaxation. So there's a meditation technique that I practice almost on a daily basis, and not just pre podcast, but I've been using it on a daily basis because of the fact that it helps me shut my brain off from all the noise. You know, like how our minds, uh, you know, it's always thinking, it's always processing, always trying to figure stuff out. And the problem is like, at least I, I believe, you guys believe otherwise, let me know. But I believe that when the brain is too active and we're trying to figure out a solution to a particular problem or trying to think of something, whatever, that's usually when we don't um, figure it out. Or if we're trying to do something and we're thinking about it, it's when we can't do it. That's really what I've experienced. And again, when it comes to the dog situation, it's a fact that that's the case. So as much as you know, people understand the techniques, they practice it, as, as soon as they start thinking about it, it's done. It's never going to happen. So that's why I always tell people, you got to shut your brain down. I'm going to make actually t-shirts with that. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to coin that, that phrase. It's my phrase. Damn it. Shut your brain down. When I say it to, to wives or girlfriends, the husbands or the boyfriends, they love me, but I caution them. Don't you dare say it. You know, she'll kick you in the ass. So you know, don't do it. I could do it, but you know, but yeah, shut your brain down. It means just shut up. Don't think just do. It's it's a hard concept for humans to do, but believe me, it's 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 helpful, not just with dogs, but in, you know, in general. Um, but I got news for you: if you're you know trying to figure out about your dog situation, learn to do that. Ninety-five percent of the battle, as I say this all the time, is learning to be calm and relaxed. Ninety-five percent of the battle. So all the tricks and all the bullshit, it's not that it's calmness and relaxation, calm mind, relaxed body. That is 95% of the battle. So this little tip of meditation might, if it helps, you know, it helps you let me know. And I would love to hear your, uh, your, 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 your uh, outcomes and, and how it all worked out for you. But basically what I do is, um, and I remember how I even learned this, I think it was from a martial arts book back in the day, but basically what, what I do is, you know, you sit, I mean, basically anywhere you could sit. Anywhere. I've, I've done this sitting in my car with music playing. I mean, you could really sit anywhere. Um, you sit down, you sit on the floor, cross your legs, sit on the couch, whatever you want to do. But the premise of it is you're counting your breaths. Okay. So you're breathing in with through your nose and you count your breath until 10. So you breathe in like one long breathing in and you count it. So one, two, but you're counting it in your head, right? And you're counting it as you see the breath going inside your nose and into your lungs. So when you reach the 10 mark, you should be filled. Your lungs should be filled with breath. Then you take a small pause for a second or so, and then you breathe out through your mouth. And as you're breathing out again, you're counting the breath. So you one, two, 
three. Again, this is all in your mind, right? And you're seeing the breath come out of your mind. And by the time, I'm sorry, coming out of your mouth and coming out of your lungs. And then by the time you reach 10, your lungs should be empty, right? And so that's kind of like the premise of it. And what it does is it basically shuts your brain, believe it or not, it shuts your brain off because, and it happens to me a lot. And I'm sure it happens to you guys. And let me know if that's the case. I think a lot, like it's constantly, the brain is constantly going. And I think that as humans or as Americans, that's really what we're doing constantly is we're, we're constantly, we're mentally active. And I think that that's really one of the reasons why we're so stressed is because our brains never have a chance to rest. Now, now some people don't have a brain, so they're on rest as it is. But, um, you know, the fact of the matter that our brains never take a break, they never go into a resting state, a calm state, you know what I mean? So this gives us an opportunity to do exactly that. It just shuts your brain off. So it doesn't allow you to think about anything because guess what you're thinking about? You're thinking about your goddamn breath, breath, not breasts. Hey, listen, if you're thinking about breasts, then you got other problems. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't want to say problems, but you know what I'm saying? Wink, wink. Oh, yeah, enough of that. Okay. So it's a family podcast, damn it. But I'm a bella. So, so if you're thinking about breasts, oh, Jesus Christ. Now I'm thinking about, okay. So focus, Pac-Man, Batita, let's go. Okay. So, man, food and anyway. Okay. So let's get back on track here. So if you're, if you're thinking about, when you're thinking about breaths, breaths, yeah. You think about breaths as they're coming in into your no into your into your lungs and as they're coming out of your lungs, that's where your focus is. So you're kind of like narrowing down your focus in one particular area as opposed to being all over the place, all over the place. You're bringing it into focus in one particular spot. So you really can't think about multiple th things at the same time. So what you're doing is you're narrowing the focus to one area, which means all the other shit is poof, it's gone, right? So your brain becomes nice and calm, like a very still pond, very still pond. And it's funny because while I was going through my meditational state, which I do again, for that reason is to shut my brain down, to calm down, to relax, to not overthink, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, all of a sudden, the whole thing with Jordan just popped into my mind about how we just had this conversation about meditation. We never actually got a chance to finish it, you know, about the fact that like he believes it's, it's, it's a crock. And I'm not saying that, that, you know, he has to believe otherwise or anybody else has to be like, believe otherwise. It's just maybe the technique that you're taught uh, or that you believe or somebody told you or whatever um, is facade. It's bullshit. You know, maybe the fact of the matter is that you were never taught a, a way that really puts into perspective. I mean, if you're not taught how to do something and say, oh, you got to meditate, most people will just sit on the floor, you know, with the, with the pillow under their ass and with a candle lit, and they'll just sit there and breathe. Now, I'm sure maybe for some people that works. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with all the, the meditation techniques and styles. But what I can tell you is that... Um, I'm assuming, at least for me, that wouldn't work because it wouldn't put me into a trance. It wouldn't put me like, it wouldn't take me out of the world because my brain is still going. The pillow on my ass is not going to do anything. So um, unless there's a different way to do that, I don't know. If you guys know, please let me know. But this is the one that I feel does the most service and is the most valuable and gives the most benefit, at least for me. 
So, you know, Jordan, want to share that with you. And, and speaking of Jordan, I, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's write some comments for Jordan to come on the podcast as a special guest. He's really entertaining. And I've been trying to get him on as a special guest. And, uh, you know, I think you guys will really get a kick out of him. He's really fun. He actually has two, two segments that uh, would really be entertaining, but um, I have no intentions of, uh, of, uh, of doing them until Jordan is, is on, on, uh, on the podcast with me. And one of them is actually called talking dogs, eating dogs, which is basically we're talking about dogs and eating hot dogs. Cool, right? And uh, let me know what you think about that. And also the other one is, uh, what's it called? Uh, oh, cups and pups. Cups and pups, which is the cups you could fill them with. I guess coffee or whiskey or uvino, uh, whatever, and pups. So it's a combination. So give credit to Jordan for those topics. And uh, let me know what you guys think about those. And listen, it doesn't could be a lot of other people join us. And uh, we'll have a little uh, cups and pups party and a little uh, talking dogs, eating dogs party. You know what I'm saying? So it'll be fun. But uh, yeah, so... So uh, this, this, this idea of discussing this actually came to me um, while I was in my, doing my meditation. And because my mind was so clear, ideas just pop up. I can't tell you how many times that happens when it's just the most crystal clear, when not, there's not a thought in my mind, and then boom, solutions appear, thoughts appear, ideas appear. It happens so often. But that's the reason why it's so important to have a still mind, you know, a calm mind. It's not just for dogs, guys. It's really beneficial for us humans as well. So, you know, it, it, it was a topic that um, I wasn't planning on discussing, but it's just so valuable um, from, from all different perspectives. And, you know, I, I, I tell my clients about these ideas. I mean, I'm not sure how many people follow it, but the breathing thing, it just works. It's just amazing. If you guys want to learn more, want to know more, please uh, let me know. Um, and, and I'll be more than happy to, to help you out or share more. And uh, it's, it's, it's really great. But um, yeah, so, and, you know, try out the five hour energy, five hour energy thing. Now, again, I'm not affiliated with this company, but listen, hey, let them know that I'm, I'm promoting these guys. You know what I'm saying? So they'll throw a little, a little, a little soldine, a little monita. So uh, listen, I'm a big proponent of, uh, of sharing my, um, the products that, that work, the stuff that I really like. I don't mind promoting them. So it's all good. You know, a lot of these, check out some of the videos that we have in the instruction videos. That's why you need to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button if you're watching this on YouTube. And, uh, you know, I promote stuff that I believe in, that I like, that I use personally. So it is what it is. But um, I'm going to be promoting another product now regarding allergies pretty soon. So, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> Look, I'm not getting any money from these people. So, hey, so I want to start talking about food. Man, I'll get promoted with some food. I get like like pizza in here and like big subs and sandwiches and all sorts of good stuff. Mm. I haven't talked about food in a while. Yeah. You guys hungry? I'm hungry. Whew. What else is new, right? Nothing better than food. I mean, seriously, is there anything? Well, besides dogs, obviously. Yeah, that's definitely the case. All right. So let's talk about, let's talk about um, teaching our dogs. Let's get to the allergies part. And then we'll get into like the whole, you know, ear infections and how we teach our dogs to, 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 to put stuff in their ears to, for cleaning purposes or whatever the case may be. So, um, I personally, um, am allergic to dogs. <gasps> yes, <laughs> I am actually allergic to dogs. Um, most of the dogs that really like actually the one breed, honestly, that really gets to me are Huskies. That's the one that really kills my allergies. Uh, I once worked with a family that had three of them in the house. And during that hour, whew, my God, it was tough. Um, I've gotten better, I guess, 
you know, the more I'm exposed to them, I suppose the, you know, the better it's gotten, but it's, it's, it's still, it's still got to me, you know, like the itchy eyes and the watery eyes and the, the, the coughing is really the worst thing. Like it just fills my lungs. I just start hacking. Um, I'm not going to describe it, but no, um, I start hacking a lot, but it's, uh, it's, it's the one, it's the one breed that's the worst, but I, 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 I am, I'm genuinely, um, allergic to dogs. In fact, there's often times like, you know, when I wake up and my eyes are beat red and the reason why is because like one of Pepper's hairs just happened to fly in my eyes. So, um, or I'm just my, you know, I'm just laying on a section of the pillow. It's not really that it's usually like when I'm laying on a section of the pillow where Pepper, it's usually Pepper cause she has longer hair. Um, and I don't know why, but it's the long, I don't know if people say it's the dander. I'm not sure if it's the dander because really the longer hair dogs are the ones that cause me the most problems. But a pepper has longer hair than socks. So if it's an area that, that I haven't cleaned um, for a while and uh, she's been laying on it a lot and then I just happen to lay my head near it, it's what, you know, I wake up with like, you know, beat red eyes and I can't even breathe. So it does happen. <clears throat> just thinking about it's getting me allergic reactions. See? Um, but um, so, yes, I am genuinely allergic to dogs. But having been exposed to them for a while now, uh, those allergies have definitely, I mean, I live with two dogs for crying out loud. So it's not, you know, I'm, I'm, I have no problem. I think a lot of it has to do with, you have to make sure that you, you vacuum and you clean and all that kind of good stuff to make sure that you get rid of the dander, the hair or whatever the case may be. And, uh, dirty people got to clean them houses. But, um, but, uh, listen with dogs, you got to vacuum, man, Jesus Christ, the hair, my Lord. And the dander, especially with like having a bird, like Hannibal, I don't know if you guys know, like the, the dust, like white dust. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but you guys, if I had, if I had a support, porche means pig, just so you know, and if I had a house of pigs, at least I would, uh, you know, have some sausage, but um, just kidding for all you vegetarians and vegans, but um, don't be insulted. So, so yeah, so I have allergies against dogs, but guess what? Dogs can get allergies too. And guess who has allergies? Socks, the pit bull. Yeah. Socks has allergies. And, um, you know, he was diagnosed with allergies a while back when I first got him. Um, I'm not sure what he's allergic to. The vets really don't know what exactly he's allergic to. At one point, he was getting such high levels of, of skin infections and ear infections. And it was just it was just mind boggling. So there was really nothing available. And you try all these, you know, these different types and allergy medications, all these different solutions and blah, blah, blah. And nothing was really working. And then um, there was a special product that came out, a special pill, a prescription medication for dogs or for, for animals, I guess. I'm not sure if it's an allergy medication for animals, whatever. Um, it's called Apoquel. And it had just come out. And one of my clients actually had told me about it. And for their dog, it was like miraculous. So I went to my vet and I asked them about it. And they were like, all right, let's give it a shot. And it worked, you know. And ever since then, you know, we fast forward many, many years later, he's still on it. Apoquel has been miraculous for him. Um, I'm just going to say I'm not a doctor. No, I don't know. any. I'm not familiar with the technicalities of this. Um, I am not, you know, recommending it, if you will. I'm just telling you what I um, use, what I've used for success in this arena. Uh, do your own research and, you know, decide whatever you want to do. Uh, I'm just telling you what I, what I've done and what I know from my own, from my own personal experiences. Um, so the Apoquil, um, I don't, you know, I don't know if there's any side effects from it. I'm not sure. The only side effect that I found with him is that it gives them like, like lumps, 
you know, like he's a little lumpy guy. <laughs> he's a little lumpy guy, but he gets like some cysts that eventually will pop um, stuff like that. Nothing major, which at first, obviously, they terrified the shit out of me. me, me oh, my God. Yeah, it scared the crap out of me. But, um, you know, I don't you know, they, they the doctor said that it was fine. There was no problems. At one point, I was a little concerned about the side effects. You know, you do some research and you read this and you read that. And then all of a sudden, you know, you, you know, ideas pop in your head. That's where you got to meditate. Got to meditate. So the mind is clear. You see what happens? See, you got to listen. I'm telling you, this is how it works. See, this Italians, we do this all the time. I don't know what this means. What does this mean? I don't know. I like doing it. You guys do this? Yeah. So anyway, um, barking for balance. We throw in some stuff in there. But uh, like I said, I'm not sure what the, the I was reading. I'm sorry. I was reading about the 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 um, the some side effects and what people you know had had happened to them. And some people are saying there was, you know, the dog developed cancer from it. So I got a little paranoid. And so I decided to pull him off of it and I put him on, on CBD oil. Now, again, I'm not a big, big, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? I'm not a big um, expert. I'm not, let me rephrase that. I'm not an expert at all on CBD either. So I don't really know anything about it. I just knew, I just know what somebody told me to put him on CBD um, and this is what they told me to do. So I, I did it, you know, somebody who kind of like knew more than me, whatever. So I did it. And I can tell you that it did not work at all. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, it did not work at all. So what happened was that, um, he started to scab up quite a bit. And I mean, he was getting like inch bigs of scabs of him scratching and scratching. Like he was bleeding himself. And I'm like, no, this is not going to fly. So I immediately put him back on Apoquil and everything was back. Somebody else who was like a so-called expert on uh, CBD oil said that, um, you know, I was using the wrong amount. I was doing the wrong type. I'm not exactly sure. Maybe there are some benefits to CBD when it comes to allergies. I'm not exactly sure. Um, if somebody knows about CBD, write them down. Let me know. Maybe we'll bring you on the podcast. We'll discuss about CBD and we'll talk about that a little bit. But um, I don't know. It just didn't work for him. Again, I don't know if I was doing the right amount, the right type. I don't know, but it wasn't working. And there was no prayer in hell that I was going to watch my boy suffer like that. No, you're crazy if you think I'm going to let my boy suffer with that, you know? So I put him right back on Apoquil and we have not had a problem since. Um, you know, so so as far as, far as that's concerned, you know, it, it, it's alleviated the skin irritation, particularly like, like the licking of the paws and the scratching, like it's virtually gone. There are occasions where it'll flare up. I guess maybe it's seasonal issues. I'm not exactly sure. Like, like I said, the vets never knew, uh, didn't know what the allergies were caused by. Most likely it's seasonal, but honestly it's year round when it, when it, when it came to him, because they even tried the CBD in the winter time because I figured maybe it was a good opportunity, but it, it was still exactly the same thing. So I don't know anyway, but Regardless of the fact the scratching is virtually gone, the licking of the paws gone. The only thing he occasionally will get is, and I mean very, very seldom, is ear infections. And I'm, when I say ear infections, I'm not even going to say infections. It's more like just ear invitation kind of thing. It's very, very minor type stuff where I see him scratching a little bit. It's nothing crazy. And I'll just put his medication in there. And as I segue into this whole you know, medication situation, with the ear infections, there's a lot of dogs that are prone to ear infections, you know, especially pipples. So, you know, the pipples have delicate ears, I guess. I, I don't know. You know, some, some humans have delicate ears. 
<laughs> and if you if you had delicate ears, you better not be watching this podcast because a oh bedamacha, oh the the curse words. Actually, I've been toning it down with the curse words. What the fuck? Yeah, I had to get that out. I'm sorry. Ooh, it feels good. Yeah. Anyway, so not meant for sensitive ears. You see what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, so some pitbulls have uh, pitbulls have very sensitive ears, and they are prone to uh, ear infections. I don't know if you guys know any other uh, breeds that uh, that are prone to ear infections. Uh, let me know. Or even dogs that that are prone to allergies. I mean, I know pitbulls are prone to allergies, skin allergies. I, I'm assuming like maybe boxers or, or bulldogs or something like that. But if you guys know. Uh, specific breeds that are prone to allergies please uh, you know share that write the comments down there but um when it comes to when it comes to the allergies on the, i'm sorry the the infections in the ears at the time that was like the worst because like literally he would scratch and scratch and scratch and then he would start crying because he would hit his ear and you know, i would look into it and it was like a bloody mess it makes me want to cry when I think about it because he's like suffering. I didn't know what to do. There was nothing that was working, you know, like the vet was prescribing all this shit and it wasn't working. You know what I mean? It was just it was so, so painful for me to watch my boy suffer like that. And he would cry like he would scratch his ears. And um, so, you know, I didn't know what to do. And, you know, I started putting like, you know, the, the medicine in his ears, at least to try to alleviate that you know, the ear issue, but it was, you know, it, it, it helped somewhat, but until the Apoquil came in, it really didn't help much. So I had to get him used to doing something because then the ear infections are going to get worse. And he would have like all this blood, not to be disgusting. So if you're eating, put the food away for a second, but give mancha purple. What are you eating right now? If you're eating something, what are you eating? Write that down. I want to, I want to know what you're eating. Now wait. Mm. Bello, bello panicky paniele. Eating panicky paniele. You want to know what that is? Let me know. And I'll tell you what that is. Mm, what are you eating? Oh, I don't know what that is. I'll tell you what that is too. Ask, ask, and you shall be known. You shall be told. Oh, you want to know what any of this stuff means? Write it down. I'll tell you. I'm not going to share it otherwise. You learn a second language. All right, let's move on from food because I'm getting hungry for real now. So, he had all this black stuff that was coming out of his ears. I guess it was like all the infectional stuff. So I had to use washes. So I would use like these, 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 this, the stuff that you put it in and it just washes out his ear, uh, his ears. And then I would have to put medicine in his ears. So now when socks first came to me, in case you guys don't know, socks was not the good boy he is today. No, 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 not even close. So when I first had to put medication in his ears, it was not a fun experience. Let me tell you, he would try to bite me and attack me and he would squirm and run around and oh my God. So I had to work with socks very carefully and patiently to get him used to putting something in his ear. And this is really what I want to talk about because I don't know if there's any kind, I'm going to make an instructional video about how to do that as well um, with the ears in particular. But uh, that's why, again, subscribe to the channel. You'll get to uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. So you'll see all these, these cool videos. And, uh, and if you guys have any topics, God, by the way, you guys want to have any topics that you want me to discuss on, uh, on the podcast or any topics that you want me to make a video about, an instructional video about, or let me know something small, something big. If you want to know something, if you want to be educated, whatever, you know, whatever you want. Even it doesn't have to be dog related. You want to know what my favorite food is? Let me know. I'll write that in. We'll, we'll make a video about that. We'll make a, pod, a podcast section, section about that, a segment about food. You know, he's making me think about food enough. 
That's what happens when you're Italian. You're always hungry. Anyway, so um, so basically what I did was I, I put into practice all the stuff that I had learned, which was just to be patient. So I, I, I had to take my time before I was able to put this little nozzle into Sox's ears because as soon as I would go near him, and that's what most people do where they just grab a dog and they just shove this shit in, in their face. You got to remember, and I say this all the time, and I also, uh, there's, a, there's a video about this, about how um, dogs associate behaviors and activities with the state of mind that they're in. Very important fact. So if you are putting something in a dog's ears when they are fearful, tense, excited, whatever, they're going to associate that state of mind with that activity. So how can you expect them to be calm and relaxed when you're shoving shit in their ear when they're in that state of mind? So you want him to be in a calm state of mind. So when you're shoving this shit in his ear, he associates that with calmness, which is exactly how socks is now. I'll call him over, put the stuff in his ear and it's simple. It's, it's, it's effortless, you know? So it took time to get him to that point. And it takes steps. You know what I mean? So you got to learn to be patient with the process and you have to um, celebrate small victories. So for example, if you're looking to put something in his ear, just have, I'm just going to use this as an example. If you just have like a little, little, the little bottle, just put the bottle next to you. Don't even put it in his ear yet. Just put the bottle next to you and just start massaging your dog. You know, just massage him, make him relax on their side. You know, you massage him, you give him, and then you just get up and walk away. Right. Then you could do this like multiple times a day. You could do, you have to do this consistently, obviously, but you do this multiple times a day, but you want to up the ante every single time. So then maybe you're massaging, you know, and maybe you have the thing in your, the bottle in your hand while you're massaging, maybe you're massaging with the bottle, you're touching the body with this bottle, you know, maybe at some point you're touching the bottle to his ear, you know, I'm going to make a video about this so you could uh, see it more clearly, but you know, you start doing small steps consistently and gradually escalating this so that the calmness that he's in gets associated with the new step that you add to it. And then all of a sudden you start to stick the nozzle in there. You don't pump anything in. You don't rush the process. You do it steps. You know, you don't go from step five to step 12. You go from step five to six to seven. You know what I'm saying? So you just pay, be patient. I know humans don't like to be patient. You know, um, you got to learn to be patient. That's why the meditation technique is going to help you with that. But steps. And then you start massaging. You just put the nozzle in for a second. Just remove it. Go back to massaging. You put the nozzle back in for two seconds. You go back to massaging. And then again, you see how like you're upping the ante, you're upping the challenge. Two seconds, five seconds, 10 seconds, 15 seconds. And then before you know it, you're massaging all the things in his ear. Then you squirt it, comes out, continue to massage. He won't even notice. You know what I mean? That's what socks where socks is now. And this is some the simple technique, the same technique that I teach um, when it comes to, you know, teeth brushing, when it comes to, you know, nail clipping, you know, it's the same exact technique. And I actually made a video that's a very sloppy video. I made it just myself with no editing whatsoever. It was just a quick, quick video during the initial stages of the coronavirus pandemic when people were actually, you know, trying to figure out when, when you know, when everything was shut down groomers and, and, you know, there was nothing open. People were trying to figure out how to, you know, clip their dog's nails. And I just made this quick video to explain it. It's basically the same thing. You know, you're going to want to look at it, go take a look at that, but it's a very sloppy video. So I'm not going to win any Academy awards for it, but it got the point across. And I'm going to make another one with a little bit more, um, fanciness, excuse me, yeah, we got to put some fanciness into that one, but it's, it's really useful. 
um, to create, again, calmness associated with whatever the activity is, because a lot of dogs, you know, they associate these activities with just anxiety, you know, and we don't want them to suffer through this stuff. I mean, unfortunately, these things are, you know, necessary at times. So, you know, we want it to be like a very relaxing, calming um, environment, situation, circumstance that just is they're unaffected by. So, in fact, I was I remember during the coronavirus pandemic, this really this really just toasts my acorns. Huh? What did I say? They roast my balls. Oh, man, I said like a bunch of stuff here, but I'm sure you guys have seen it on social media where people will like put saran wrap on their forehead and then they'll slap peanut butter on their forehead and then they'll let the dog lick the, for the their forehead, the peanut butter off their forehead while they're clipping the nails. People are nuts. You know, this was the time, which is the reason why I did this video was because everybody, everybody's complaining that they don't have time, right? So here we are during the, the peak of the coronavirus pandemic where we're all locked up at home, right? Nothing to do, right? A lot of people weren't even working. There was nowhere to go. So this was the opportunity where you have time to work in air, on an area with your dog that they're struggling with. So you take your time when it comes to the associating the nail clipping or the teeth brushing or whatever with calmness, right? They put the little freaking stuff on their forehead to let the dog look at, oh, that even hurt. Anyway, um, they put this shit on their forehead to let the dogs. That is a lazy ass, stupid freaking thing. Because at the end of the day, you're not solving anything. You know what I mean? Why not solve the problem? What are you going to do? Slap peanut butter on your forehead for the rest of your life. And when you go to the groomer, then your dog's going to go back to be like, is your groomer going to do that shit? If your groomer does, he's crazier than you. So this was the opportunity where you could have practiced and made the association of nail clipping or whatever with calmness, you know, and there was a lot of, I saw like a lot of backlash with the, you know, with the dog trainers that were like, well, you know, that's, that's a very dangerous situation because, you know, the dog can bite and then it'll bite your face that you're putting your face in the dogs and in the dog's face and the dog's mouth. And that's, what's going to happen. Look, I get it. You know, and maybe this is just me being a little too much, but I'm going to assume, and maybe this is a big assuming that these people that are doing this shit have some kind of common sense that their dog's not going to bite them in the face. But I'm also going to make a guess into thinking that maybe these dogs are not that bad when it comes to getting their nails clipped, that you need to put peanut butter on your forehead. Why don't you put the peanut butter on the dog? Oh, you know, I'm getting disgusting now. Let me just move on because my mom's going to see this. She's going to yell at me otherwise. But it makes no sense to me when you have all this time. Why are you taking a shortcut? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, that's just me. But you had the opportunity to fix this problem. And instead, you're taking a shortcut. And then as soon as they go back to the groomer, your dog's going to go back to being anxious and hating, hating, hating getting their nails clipped or whatever it is. Does that make any sense to you? It doesn't make any sense to me. And, you know, let me know what you guys think about it, but whatever. But um, again, is the dog training, the dog trainers that were like throwing those comments out there about people getting the, their faces bitten off and whatever. Look, I'm going to say that, you know, when people post stuff on social media, there's always going to be people that are going to follow that. And there's always going to be stupid, those that are stupid, that are that, that should not 
be doing this stuff with a dog that has problems. If they're going to do this, who knows how many people's faces are missing now because of that. I don't know, but you know, whatever. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but anyway, bottom line is that if you want to associate, you know, your dog's nails clippings or the stuff in your ear, um, it's easy to get done. It just takes a little bit of time, a little bit of practice, a little bit of effort, and you don't have to wait till your dog has ear infections. You know, your dog may never have an ear infection, but what, isn't it cool if you could just put stuff in their ears in case, just in case, you know, and they don't have a problem with anything. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of like where I feel we should be striving for is to make our dogs, you know, so um, happy, fulfilled and well-behaved that they don't have any problems whether or not we trigger them or not. You know what I mean? So, you know, we, we create a dog with whose ears are unaffected, you know, and I know, again, from, from working with socks with, with fixing this, it was a challenge. I mean, Jesus Christ, he would try to bite me and rip my freaking face off, even though I didn't have any, any cheese on my forehead or whatever these people are putting on there. But, um, you know, I don't know. That's just my personal opinion on, on the matter. You work with them now, again, my life is easy. I put the, it's a, you know, because again, the association is there and I really can't preface this enough is dogs associate behaviors or activities with the state of mind that they're in. So as long as you link those two up, everything is smooth, it's smooth sailing, and it doesn't take much. It doesn't take a lot. You know, it just takes a little bit of time, a little bit of effort, a little bit of patience, and there you go. And it's a great thing. And, and, and I feel also that it creates a beautiful relationship with your dog. You're helping your dog overcome a, um, a challenge, a fear or whatever, you know, as opposed to just covering it up or masking it. That's why like the whole food reward system crap, um, like, like, you know, feeding the treats while you're clipping the nails again, it's that there's no linking it up. Like there's, you don't have the treats. The state of mind goes back to where it was. So what have you accomplished? I, I, don't, know. I don't know. That's just, that's just the way I think that's, that's part of what, what I do, you know, over here, Pac-Man to the rescue. We focus on the brain, not the body. You know, I focus on the brain, not the body when it comes to the dog. So whatever. I guess I do it with the humans too, when it comes to the meditation, see, I'm teaching how to do that as well, but, um, allergies are no joke. So if you guys have any questions on that, you know, let me know, um, you know, if you guys have any questions on meditation or anything like that. Let me know as well. If you guys have any topics specifically that you want to discuss, you know, I'll be more than happy to, uh, to get into that. That's always a topic that, that really, uh, makes me happy. And like I said, let's get Jordan on this podcast. Um, you know, he'll, you guys will be entertained by him. He's a cool guy and he's got a lot of, a lot of good topics that we could throw out there. Well, thank you for watching this episode of Barking for Balance. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any questions, you know where to find me. Uh, let me know what you think. You may know your thoughts. Uh, let me know what you're eating. I really want to know what you're eating too. Um, I'm going to go eat myself because I'm just talking about food just made me hungry. But I am Pat the Pac-Man and this is Barking for Balance. And guess what? I will catch you guys next time. Thanks for watching or listening.